Welcome to episode 24, Embodying Your Soul, Energy Upgrades, Vibration and Intuition with Lauren Aletta from Inner Hue. Welcome to the Wellness Project podcast with Claire Obeyed. I'm a life and wellness coach, yoga teacher, EFT practitioner and meditation guide and most importantly I'm a mama and I'm here to support you to free your mind, fuel your body and feed your soul as we journey into the project of your own wellness. From meditation, yoga, spirituality and health to well-being, mindset, conscious living and conscious parenting, I dive into it all. Featuring moments of contemplation mixed with inspired action and handy takeaways, you will feel inspired and motivated, ready to cultivate new habits, rituals and tools for your wellness journey. With mini meditation sessions to support you in cultivating inner stillness, connection and clarity, and special co-hosted episodes and interviews to answer your questions. The Wellness Project podcast has you covered. Hey beauties, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I don't even know where to begin to share with you the enormity and the bigness and the depth of this incredible chat with Lauren Aletta from Inihue. I just want you to dive straight in because it covers so much ground and it takes us to, oh God, so many interesting places when it comes to embodying the soul and when it comes to working with energy and our intuition and what that actually means, especially living as human beings. Lauren just has so much wisdom and insight and she does her best to take these really big topics down into beautiful analogies and bite-sized nuggets of wisdom so that we can understand it. But I highly recommend that you listen to this more than once and if you can take some notes, please do because it's just so juicy and I just can't wait for you to enjoy this. Let me know what you think. We're going to go straight into it now, guys. Enjoy. Oh, beautiful Lauren, welcome to the Wellness Project podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Claire, for having me. Mm, we were just talking offline about this conversation and mm. I'm really excited to have it now finally and to get this out there to everybody to listen to because I have been a fan of you and your work for quite some time now and I really am so eager to kind of peel back the layers of you and what you do and intuition and energy, but in particular, as we were talking about a moment ago, really deep dive into the soul and yeah. embodying the soul, which is mm. a big thing that's been coming through for me a lot lately. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a meaty topic. It's a good, juicy, fun, yeah, um, oh, really, all things soul. We could be here forever, couldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pun not intended. I love that. So I'm going to start here by sharing something personal for you and for obviously for everybody else. And I've, I've given you an inkling to this already, but yeah. I am deep in transition. And I guess I have been since my, my daughter was born. Thought yeah. I was kind of coming out the other side of it, but then I got pregnant mm. again. <laughs> my, my soul babies kind of make the decision for me. And yes, it has been a huge spiritual journey and mm. awakening and mm. I don't even know how to describe it. You know, you're a mother of three. Mm. But what has been dropping in a lot for me over the last few months is that 
there is a deeper element to my soul journey that is based much more in living from the heart and living mm. from the soul. Yeah. I don't actually have any idea what these gifts are that are coming through yet. I actually have no labels and I actually have no direction mm-hmm. or actual guidance on the framework or the context. But mm-hmm. That's kind of part of the surrender. But I'm sharing that because the work that you do in the world, mm-hmm. I deeply resonate with because of where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us out there are doing the same thing or experiencing mm-hmm. some sort of awakening and some sort of shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to read something from your about page. because oh, it no. just, <laughs> I'm sorry. I read it and I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> please, <Sure>. please. <laughs> I want to read this because I think This really relates to where I'm at and I'm certain probably relates to a lot of the soul seekers that are listening to this incredible episode right now. So if you don't mind, grin and bear it. I know, horrible. (laughs) Okay, so it says on your beautiful about page, whether you're feeling the inner niggles of your own internal awakening, sensing the rapid, not the rapid, the rapid expansion of your soul self and feeling the pinching human fear because of it, brackets, hello human self, but you're ready to boldly take the adventure or you've been denying your psychic, spiritual and intuitive nature, knowing now is the time to really step into you and your own intuitive gifts and abilities, then you've come to the right place. Yeah. Oh, I get like shaky reading that actually because there is a massive denial within me of perhaps some of these gifts and for many, many, many lifetimes and this keeps coming up for me and there's a huge block that I've been chipping away at slowly and a lot of fear but I can't deny this internal awakening and this rapid ascension I guess of self but it's not this higher realm spirit self it's this soul self which I really want to get into with you so firstly thank you for those words (laughs) thank you (laughs) how does that feel having them read back to you (laughs) you know um well, after you could hear my initial embarrassment and, oh, goodness, <laughs> discomfort um, to sit outside of myself and to listen to that, um, it felt very freeing, I suppose, that very, oh, God, yes, like I, I, I know that and more than that, mm. I've navigated, I've navigated that um a couple of times because it just it's ongoing you know um I think that's been part of the really big discovery it does just doesn't happen once yes it happens and it's huge and it's it's life-changing without that sort of sounding really cliche or or dicky it's life-changing and and then it happens again (laughs) And uh, it's wonderful. The second time around, it's easier um, in many respects and and, um, possibly uh, more more daunting in a way too because you're going, right, I I know what's happening now. I know what's coming. I know what this is. Let's go. Yeah. Yum. Still yum to me. It's terrifying, but yum at the same time. And I yeah, guess for me, exactly. It's, it's terrifying because it is um, a huge leap from head to heart, and it's been slowly unraveling over the last few years. But the last six months, it's kind of this 
huge push. And sometimes I question myself. I even wrote in my journal yesterday, mm. are you making this up, Claire? Like, are you actually making up that something is shifting and your soul is calling to you on a deeper level and your heart is... Yeah. And then something happened to show me, no, actually, Claire, this is not in your head. This is actually happening. And the, these reminders just dropped in. Mm. And then you have this moment of both absolute joy and relief and pleasure coupled mm. with shit. Yeah, like, mm. oh, crap. What, like, yeah. Do you know, um, <clears throat> I, I, I've even said this a number of times today, but I say this relatively frequently to people um, and also in expression of myself, which is I know exactly what I'm doing and yet I have absolutely no clue what I'm doing. Yes, yes. Yes. And uh, it comes down to you following a feeling. That's mm. it. You've got to stay close and on point at all times to that feeling and sensation that tells you you're aligned. Mm. E- even if you don't know what you're aligned to. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And even if you have 20,000 other heady reasons as to why it's not right or it doesn't make sense. The feeling is everything, isn't it? It is. Um, uh, something something occurs when all of those twenty reasons that this doesn't make sense um, end up meaning very little. Hmm. Um, that's when you're really choosing you. That's when you've really stepped up and gone. Okay, cool, righto. I'm no human self. Me is on bored but no longer in control yeah I love that I'm bored but no longer in control so we've already just gone straight straight in so I'm gonna dial back (laughs) a little bit because I want our our listeners to kind of get a little bit more connection feel for you if they're obviously not part of your world so you are obviously a gifted incredibly intuitive beautiful soul Mm -hmm. can you dial back to how your gifts first kind of came about for you and how you've nurtured them since. And I know that on your website you mentioned it started in childhood, but like you just said before, it's happened multiple times. It's kind of up-leveling. Yeah. Um, Okay. So what I do is nothing exceptional and how it started was nothing magical. I was just a kid, like we're all kids, and I suppose, pose and I think this is really the case for probably most children um, especially most children now is that they're incredibly aware and they're very intuitively and energetically and sensory like their sensory awareness is huge and we have not been supported nor taught how to Um, that we are receiving information that sits outside of hearing or seeing or touching information. Mm. And I seem to just be naturally maybe more curious about, hang on, I'm picking up more information, but where where did that come from? You didn't tell me that with your voice or you didn't tell me that with your physical actions or or something you didn't show me this I didn't see that necessarily with your my eyes as in a tangible thing but I saw that with some kind of vision that I had 
or I, I sensed that with some kind of perceptive ability that I had. Mm. And, um, that's, that was, that was interesting to me. And it was only when there was at times conflicting evidence. So then when would I would verbally say something and usually an adult, because obviously when I'm a child, I'm around a lot of adults or, you know, they're the authority figure, um, or, uh, at school and when you're with your peers, they will either contradict what it is that I picked up. And I was like, hang on, wait up. But I saw that. And now you're telling me that's not true for you. And yet at some point down the track, it would either reveal that it was true. So, Mm. um, so I was having to piece together these bits and pieces of stories. Um, and I think that that's actually very normal. I, I don't think that that is anything that's exceptional. I just don't think that it's cultivated. And I also think that um, perhaps the very do, push, um, achieve, strive, um, this is what is real and this is what is not real, um, culture and um, social framework that we grow up in and we continue to perpetuate inhibits our natural intuitive and energetic abilities. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like, I guess it, it makes it easy to tell a story. Look, I realized this or, you know, kind of it started when I was a kid, but it's not an exceptional one. I can tell you that. And, it, um, I may have a more natural ability or inclination to be able to perceive information. I will, I will, I will grant myself that in that sense, like Hussein Bolt has an ability to be a very incredible <laughs> athlete and he just naturally is. I mean, I can run, but I'm not him. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah, I know. Right. Fancy that. Um, it's, uh, I think it's the same. Yes. But Usain Bolt has spent his life working towards that. And I know you talk about that in your work, about how it's something you can actually cultivate. cultivate. Yes. Yeah. I just want to comment here. I, as, as a mother of a very intuitive child, I've witnessed what you've described with her multiple yeah. times and actually with a lot of her very close friends. Just yeah. the other day I received a text message from one of her friend's mothers saying, is Soleil going to school today? And I said, it's funny, I was just about to write to you because she's not, she's not feeling that well. And she said, my daughter has spent all morning walking around saying, I don't want to go to school today because Soleil's sick and she's not going. And they communicate to each other all the time. I get told information all the time from Soleil, from other realms, all sorts of things. So it's pretty awesome. Well, this is what's also really cool. I guess I'm so excited about it. Um, and that is because we communicate by far more telepathically um, and energetically and it's instantaneous. And one of the things around developing our intuitive and energetic abilities, and this is what's also cool, is that we are evolving as a species incredibly rapidly. It's just not looking like, you know, visible and that I'm not, you know, I don't know, magically growing gills or wings (laughs) or something. And so us little silly humans and our silly human selves go, oh, we're not really changing. We're changing umpteen like Mm. amounts vibrationally and energetically in 
our, our, our body is huge. Our body is much bigger than what it is that we can see if we're looking at our physical body. And it exists on multiple levels, on multiple layers, dimensionally, interdimensionally. And, uh, you know, I, like, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a silly human. I walk around like a silly human all the time. And it's like, well, I, well, I, I, can't, I can't see that. You know, I'm just this, oh, my gosh, I'm just this giant with this long spaghetti arms and legs. And, and I can't see these energy centers of mine. Um, except that I know them to be there and real and true. When I shift and change my tune, my channel, I can then perceive them Mm. and as can anyone else. And so then when you're opening that up, it's like, wow, this air that surrounds me isn't really air. It's just no thingness. It's so much information that's accessible to me at any point in time. And there is no distance between me and you. I mean, I could tune into you right now and then start to read your whole body. I'm not doing that, by the way, but I could. I just got to tune to your frequency and then dink, wow, you're in Sydney and I'm here in Brisbane and there is just, and I don't even need to be talking to you to do that. And I can tune into the past and I can tune into a person who is on the other side of the world or a person who is deceased because there is no such thing as time and there is no such thing as space that exists between us. It's just, I know it's, it's strange, it, it's, but it's really cool. And so that's how your, your children, your child and your, her friend, are, you know, increasingly communicating. It's just at the same time, so incredibly wild and just makes my jaw drop open. But yet at the same time, it doesn't and I'm completely cool and casual about it and it's just like of course makes sense right makes sense of course and And that's that push-pull isn't it between the human and the soul we 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 know and we don't know at the same time yeah it's like it makes I know I feel totally crazy in saying that and then at the same time it's entirely resonant and I know it's a truth and that's the other cool thing your system and body will always know resonated truth um, and resonate at the level of truth that you're ready to receive, probably most and foremost too. Um, yeah, but that that's another big. It's like, don't go, don't don't get me down there. <laughs> <laughs> Not that rabbit hole yet. So you mentioned something a moment ago, and I want to touch on it. Why do you mm. think so many of us mm. are waking up now? Yeah, sorry, sorry. Could you just summarize it in a nutshell? (laughs) (laughs) It's 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 clearly happening. It's clearly happening on a global level. Our children are are connected. Maybe we're Mm. noticing that they're more connected than they ever have been. I don't really know. My Mm. peers are opening up. We're channeling things. We're dropping Mm. in more Mm. people than I've ever heard before talking about spirituality and the soul and in in industries and realms where it's never been before. Mm. What's going on? Well, this, and I'll be really honest, I couldn't tell you all the ins and outs of of, of the um of a more um, a historical slash science slash astral mm. astrological background, but it, it's this you know that thirteen thousand something something year cycle. And we're coming back around. It's the axis shift of the earth. We've got to remember, like, we think, oh, we're just, you know, yes, we can talk about human consciousness. And, yes, we can talk about the fact that, you know, we're advancing as a species, blah, blah, blah. But how come? Like, we forget often that we're f- we are so much larger. We are within a solar system, within a universe. And that in itself is has got its own um, own 
it, it's having its own experience mm. and we're just an experience within that experience as, as such. Um, so that has a lot to play with it. Do I know all the ins and outs of that? No, because that's not actually where, but I know that's where it starts 100%. And that's what I said, the, the whole Mayan calendar was talking about. That's like, you know, the dark ages and coming into the light. And when you, yeah, mm. but that is all when you're then looking at the signs of it, all the different astrology, like astrolo- astrologically, this is when I say that, I mean the planetary systems and the, the relationship between them because they're all vibrational too. And that has direct impact and effect on on us as humans. It's, it's like you, you can't think that it, it, it cannot. When you're looking at your physical body, if you've got something wrong with your foot, well, sure, it's wrong with your foot, but it's it's affecting your entire body yeah not just your foot and it's um that kind of concept but from there well let's 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 break that down (laughs) we we are we um we're evolving rapidly like it's like this wave and it's been happening for quite a long time and again you just have to go back in history and it's this increasing momentum of um energy of expansion of conscious of conscious expansion the um and it's happening like rapid fire it's literally like like a wave and we're getting to you know i don't know if it could be described as the peak of the wave but it's it's certainly um and if you know of the hundred hundred monkey is it called the hundred monkey the thousand hundred hundred monkey effect Mm. that's actually due with the solar plexus we communicate energetically and um our solar plexus all of the grid patterns and it's linked to our mental plane and as soon as many people have activated or activating in a certain frequency or vibrational frequency or um um um, uh, conscious state so again i'm talking about frequency it's a certain vibration it it you catch it kind of thing you move with people who are all vibing in that same sort of sphere and when more and more people vibe in that same sort of sphere it just you catch it um and it's a good thing to catch really (laughs) it is it's kind of like a virus but a good one yeah and so you elevate i mean your vibration elevates that means you expand and you move out into the further parameters of yourself when i mean that i mean that literally you expand and you move out into the further parameters of yourself so you have um so many levels and layers of you and they need to be activated and they also need to you have to prepare the layers before you for you to be able to even reach and expand out into the ones that are that are further out to be activated and i think that sometimes a problem with spirituality or intuition or energy is that people want to be out further than what they are they then feel frustrated by it or they can't receive and perceive it but they haven't prepared or haven't just explored and opened up Mm. where they're at right now which is Mm. why this process is kind of like a even though you've said it's a rapid evolving and expansion for the individual Mm. it can sometimes feel slow and subtle isn't it because there's this layer of preparation and that's how my journey has felt yeah different stages different layers different up leveling different expansion and then again pausing integrating up leveling Mm. again slow and subtle or quite frankly um difficult unpleasant and um heavy I guess what I mean by slow and subtle is it is difficult, unpleasant, and heavy frequently, but mm. the 
um, the reaching a certain point where everything kind of sinks in and you have mm. an understanding of where you're at energetically, emotionally, mm. physically, spiritually, soulfully, you're not quite there yet, but it's happening nonetheless. Does that make sense? Makes complete sense. Yes. As, sorry, you referred to Rachel McDonald earlier, it's the space in between. Mm. Definitely. That space in between has got me. <laughs> okay, thank you for that. I feel like we could, that alone, that question that I asked That's you alone. huge. Yes, and it, it, there are so many elements to that that my mind just boggles. So like, many. Wow, yeah. we need to talk about that again. So let's kind of dial it this way, and by this way I mean back a little bit, back down to yeah. the individual and the soul because yeah. this is the bit that I'm really lit up by. And it's kind of dropped in for me recently. The Actually, it's not recent. It's come to me years ago, but it's only really starting to integrate and make sense now. Yep. So for many of us, we're on this spiritual journey, maybe this expansion, this up-leveling. And for many of us, we're kind of seeking this sort of upper-level, higher spirit energy, aren't we? We're looking for the, the lightness and to become light workers and to transcendend whatever it is or to spiritually bypass and move up into these higher realms and mm. almost to um, disconnect, I guess, from the human experience. And I want to take what you've described in terms of this rapid expansion down the other pathway, which is perhaps it's requiring a lot of us to do something very different, and that is to connect more with the soul and embodying the soul mm. in a much more... Uh, human and real and earthy way mm. you know um, um, I really love the human experience it's 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 fascinating because things in my life and some of my choices and just some of my experiences haven't been all that all that pleasant and um or, you know, gone to, oh, well, that should be a very nice life. And, I mean, they haven't been tragically, extremely, horrendously awful either. You know, it's just it just is, right? But I know my soul knows very, 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 very clearly it is an absolute privilege and joy and there is nothing more than, than it is that I love than to be in physical form and in expression and to be able to bring through who it is that I am and what it is that I'm here to do and how I can create and serve and, and um, contribute to the purpose and function of where we are at consciously and in our human evolution within earth so my my soul goes out that big it's like basically fuck yes mm. i was gonna say hell yes but it's like this if you're getting it's me it's fuck like yes <laughs> yes it's fuck yes this is wicked and that includes then the difficulties at times the challenges at times um and the fact that there is a frustration i feel the frustration between my soul can create things much faster than what it is to bring it through into a human tangible experience mm. and that it is also part of the process of being human 
that that there is a delay. Yes. Um, and in embodiment, you're you're right. Um, it's to I I truly I I think that the enlightened beings of earth that we have had as masters and as teachers throughout our ages have been incredibly in their body. They have not been um, in the higher spiritual realms. Mm. They're masterful and they're awakened and they're enlightened because they've been in their body. Yes. Oh, this is just, it really lights me up when you say, your soul is privileged and feels joy to be in physical form and to play in this human field. That is just like, oh, my soul goes, yes, that's it, that's it. None of this, you know, escaping the human experience because I actually asked for it in the first place and I'll keep asking it because it's precisely where I learned to embody love, unconditional love, and all my other lessons and experiences in the body. Mm. And it's a big jump for a lot of people, isn't it? Because a lot of us have spent so much time trying to just go spirit and connect to the fact that I am God, essentially, and I come directly from source. And You only know that through your body. Mm. Okay, let's go there. Help us understand what you just said. You only know that through your body. How? Why? Um, because then it's God in experience. Mm. Where are you when you're up there in the ether? Like, don't get me wrong. I bloody pop out of myself and daydream. And, and when you're going through big transitional change or when you're going through, when you're processing. So if I go, the things that prevent us from being in our body, look, there's a multitude of things that, and it's, it's unique and individual for the person for their soul growth and soul lessons, for their life and human experiences. So it's it's not – I find it frustrating and difficult when it wants to be spoken about in a very simplified way. And, and I'm not even going to be able to touch on all of the different areas, but I, I want to make that clear for anybody that is – um, you know, I suppose listening, that it's really distinct and unique – to you and your process and what may prevent you from being in your body where you are at right now, there are many potential factors. Mm -hmm. But we will, um, our physical body and our energetic field, it stores information, all sorts of information. And the information is coming from old experiences and and, um, beliefs and and patterns and structures that you've inherited, that you've inherited from your direct family, perhaps you've inherited from your cultural or family lineage. These are things that you came in with that come down an an energetic pathway too. It's it's not just from this direct lifetime. Mm. These are things that you were born into. All of this stuff – now, if you are a soul that is coming in into expression but is there to create change and to elevate and expand and evolve past perhaps um, what you've been born into or what the current system is offering you, then you're going to feel discomfort yeah. because the parameters of what you're existing in are actually too small for who it is that you are. Mm. And that feels uncomfortable 
because this is kind of programming that is almost imposed upon you in a way, which is all part of this human experience and all part of your soul evolution unique to you, yeah? So the job is is for you to basically expand out so you're not going to know that um, we need, like, the universe and God lives on, on dichotomy. You can only know hot by knowing cold and cold by knowing hot. You can only know love by knowing fear and vice versa. So if you were to be like, yeah, look, I'm this like amazing, like awakened, evolved, and look, guys, we've got to, we've this, this, we've got to, um, you're doing it the wrong way. You wouldn't even know it wasn't even doing it the wrong way, but you wouldn't even know it had been outgrown because you wouldn't, you would just be living there. Does that make sense? You have to know, um, what am I trying to say? That person who's come down to make the change, the fact that it's difficult for them to be in their body, if mm. we're using that as one small example, mm-hmm. is only purely because they can feel the sensory and phys- like physical, in a way, um, feeling of constriction. Yes. I am bigger than this. This doesn't seem right to keep doing this this way. Mm-hmm. Oh, but hang on. The human self goes, but this is the way my family does it. This is the way culture does it. Or this is the way society says is right. Yes, but why isn't that fitting well with me? I don't really know. Well, probably because you're actually larger than that and you're here to bring in the new wave of information and consciousness that is there to evolve us. But to do that, you have to um, almost... It's the disconnect, um, no, it's to disconnect from the external world as such, to go, yes, that is how it is, but, but it's old and outdated. Everything that we see is already old. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so this is what I'm hearing, right? I hear that. And the- sorry, quick, quickly, trauma so any unpleasantness, trauma um, in your life, and let me, I want to express trauma very broadly. Mm-hmm. So this could be um, you lost your teddy at five and that was a really big deal for you and yes. you were really upset um, to something really terrible and horrendous happened to you. Like it's it's very unique to the individual and so I'm not at all discrediting or making small people who have suffered really horrendous things, but I'm also wanting to acknowledge that there can be things that could be made fun of as though that isn't very big or significant event and yet for that individual it actually is. Yes. Um, so that, if that's not processed, that gets stored in our field, in our system, and that becomes unpleasant and and um, we will. We are very clever at developing coping mechanisms, which start very energetically. That will. We don't want to go there because that doesn't feel very good. And then we're not so much in our body. And the more that we go on in life, and you know, events and things happen. Um, if we don't process, they're like little packets of. Um, packets of energy emotion is little packets of unprocessed energy if you can imagine like clouds in your field mm-hmm. and anytime that they will conglomerate with other um other energy that is vibrates at the same way and anytime that that gets touched upon or what we will do naturally because we're human we don't want to experience something unpleasant so we will 
um, avoid them. And that often will mean to do that, we won't be in our body as much as we can be. Yes. And uh, yeah. So we disconnect. We, we step away from that. We recoil yeah. from that pain. Yeah. So they're the two main reasons and often they're linked. Here it is. I think in a different way to my family. Oh, hang on. But now they're making fun of me. Oh, now that makes me feel like this. There is unprocessed emotion because if I now say that I'm upset about that, they make fun of me more or they degrade me. And they don't mean to, but they sort of poo-hoo me more. So they're okay. I can't express that that's hurt me or I can't express I internalize that unprocessed emotion stored in my field. I developed coping mechanisms and that's linked to, hey, as a soul, I'm here to be the inexpression in this unique way, which is actually leading edge and different to what it is that we're all used to here as a social norm. Very two things, those two things I see over and over again mm-hmm. is very linked as to why people feel it difficult to be in their body, their soul to be an expression. And it's like clearing that out. And the more you clear that out and work through that, the more you can just light up and be you um and uh as and you don't need the validation of anybody else for Mm -hmm. that oh okay so my mind and my body is just like tingling listening to all this stuff okay so i need to break it down a little bit mostly to make sense for to really integrate this because what you've said is just really powerful and very juicy what i'm hearing is that so many of us through whatever trauma and experiences we've had past and present many of us disconnect from our body in some way disconnect from embodying and living from soul yeah and maybe some of us find the spiritual pathway which is awesome but maybe in doing so we transcend even further away from the body because we're reaching to a higher realm am i on the right page with this so far but we bypass the work that needs to be done here in the actual body in clearing the emotions that are stored in our field in connecting to our soul within our body once we do that if we're able to do that how do we then start to live from and talk to and commune with and be guided from the soul more and i just want to add something here is that sometimes as i'm experiencing the days where i have really uncomfortable days really Mm. full-on dark Mm. shadowy experiences yeah they're the days that i actually feel the most connected to my soul Mm -hmm. and it might be a physical experience i'm having or an emotional release or something Mm -hmm. is that part of it and i and i want to say that because i don't want people to think um that I I don't want people to think that being with soul is always going to be uncomfortable, but that is part of it, isn't it? Sometimes when we're with the body and we're clearing stuff out, Mm -hmm. is, is that part of this living with soul experience embodying the soul? hundred percent. You know, um, how you do it when you say, is that how you connect with your intuition? Um, or is that, you know, when you process the emotions, are you, is that, does that support you or then you're led to connecting more deeply with your soul and intuition it's it's happening all simultaneously mm. and this is again one of my big like frustrations you'll hear me rant in all sorts of places around oh my god do these seven steps and blah 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 and first they come <laughs> it's it's like the biggest load of horse rubbish ever it's happening all at 
once. If you you go, one of you know people you get people will have their own language for it or they will just describe it. You know, I got a hunch or I got a gut feeling Mm. or I just, what they're talking about is intuition or I just knew Mm. or, you know, cool. Okay. You know what? You've been having them since forever and we will only just sort of, it's almost like has only been socially acceptable to use those ways of expressing, I just got a hunch to go this way. Yeah, okay. That little hunch is called your intuition and it happens all the time, continually. It doesn't ever go away. Perhaps you only listened to it because you were desperate and it was like, I don't know where I am, so gee, what's my last resort? I'm just going to listen to this little voice that says go this way. Mm. But I'm not going to pay any attention to that little voice any other time when it tells me go to bed or when it tells me eat that food or don't eat this food or when it tells me like your system is continually talking to you Mm. and it is supporting you for where you are at right now and right now and right now and right now and that means today I might be able to do these things and and whatever but tomorrow because of and this comes into the the idea and the concept that we're never the same person and we're constantly evolving. Therefore, sometimes something that I employed or used or did yesterday is not going to be right for me to do and use today. And that then goes into the spiritual concepts of spirit, you know, meditate and meditate and meditate and meditate and it looks like this, or I used to do this self-care routine. Well, that's great if it worked for you then. And if it really did, fantastic, but it's not always going to work for you. And so it's to stay up to point with you. And it's not about thinking, oh no, now that doesn't work for me and I don't know what to do. It's about going, okay, that's not working for me anymore. Now what's the next instruction? And pause and, mm. and pause and wait for it, and it's just going to come in. You have to do this. And it might not make any sense. It might be, you know, to, to do something that, yeah, won't make any sense. It will seem like, oh, I'm, I'm, meant, to be, I'm meant to be getting a whole heap of work done today, but my, my system is telling me to get up and go for an hour's walk in the middle of the day. Yes. Oh, yes, yeah. I know. I had this experience all the time, and you've just reminded me of something really massive in a book that I've re-read, re-read recently, which I'm sure you know, Sarah Beek's Red Hot and Holy. And it's the second time in a second interview it's come up. Yeah. And she kind of does this really interesting – she resists doing it because she doesn't want to label, but she kind of does this interesting thing where she shows us that the experience of living with soul – an yeah. embodying soul yeah. is a much more flexible and fluid oh. and malleable experience and it's a little bit more flowy and feminine, which is what you've just said, isn't it? It changes. What you did yesterday is different to today and it doesn't have rigidity, whereas living only from spirit is a much more structured and masculine and routine-based kind of spiritual, I use that word loosely, experience. And when you were just talking about that, I really felt in my body how much my intuition, sorry, how much my soul communicates intuitively That's right. to me That's from my body. Yeah. From my body, it's, not it's all, from something higher, from my actual physical body. And when you're there in that place and you can be in tune with you, then you're in your body. So, you know, um, 
where we're then with ourselves. I'm in the now. Oh, and my, my system is telling me this and this and this, and I'm, mm. I'm very present and I've got clarity of thought and I can, I can feel myself. And, you know, it's, it's that, it's that beautiful, you know, you just have to look at nature. And if you're looking at, especially, and I think about, you know, like a wildlife documentary if we're, we're witnessing a, a, um, an animal in the wild. They're so very present and yet, heightened in their awareness it's uh, you can they pick up the smallest little thing they're in tune with their environment their surroundings and yet they're entirely with themselves they don't have any qualms with just relaxing or eating or playing or or you know recognizing that there is perhaps something to be in you know uh, aware of that could be poses as danger they're just there and that's that's like that is God in expression in a way. When I'm with and on point with myself, I'm in the expression of who I am, capital H-I-A, who I am, I mean W. <laughs> <laughs> One of those letters. Yeah, that's right. Um, but it, it's, uh, you know, you just, you're very alive. Mm. I think you're very alive. You're not numbed out. Yes. And... You're like, oh, cool, and I know now, and I know now, and I know now, and I know now, and I know now. You've just nailed it with that word alive. Yeah. Which is what we came here to do, right, to be alive and to live. Yeah. Oh, it's It's, just so yum. Yeah. So for those out there listening right now who have gone, holy shit, firstly, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But also, um, does this mean that living with soul always has to be the, in the body and uncomfortable. I, I want to say no to that and I, I want to elaborate on that because I don't want it just to be something that people are afraid to do. But I do believe that it is much grittier and a bit dirtier and a bit more real and in the wild than spiritually, you know. I don't know, but, I don't know the terminology, but moving up into the higher spaces. When you've clear, cleared stuff, um, I mean, there is – like, oh, my goodness, it's like, where do I take this? There is, um, you know, I think of it in terms of I go technical, but I only want to try and create a visual picture to fit with a, a mental construct to put something in place, like an experience. So if you think, you know, I, I think about playing, you know, Mario Kart or think about a, an octave on a, on a piano and every single note or that level one in Mario Kart is where you are at in your growth. And when you grow through that, and really that's full of information, that's just frequency you're tuning. This is the vibe. And this is why, you know, hey, I didn't really vibe with that person at one point in time, but now I do. Um, Or you notice you're mixing with different people who are thinking and they have different energy than you did X amount of time ago. It's because you're shifting in your own vibration and you're, you're doing that through processing and being you and exploring you. And as you tune and go up each one of those notes, um, there is an unpleasantness in that, but there is also beauty and, and joy and expansion in that too. And when you go through anything unpleasant, so when we're talking about processing emotions or clearing some old blockages that are in your field, if you can't, just because you can't see them doesn't mean that they're there. We all know what they are for ourselves. And when you clear that, you come back down into your body. You'll feel like that feeling of 
joy. Like you'll be, you know, I look around at my room and if I describe it to you, it's this half renovated room. It sort of is pretty enough, but it kind of looks a bit like a shed as well. (laughs) And it's by far nothing that looks like out of a magazine. And yet it's the most incredible room and I look at my half-finished house or I look at the environment around me or look at a person in front of me and it's like holy mackerel when I'm really in my body and open and expanded it is so beautiful and I can just feel the love that is radiating off everything because that love is what God is if that makes if that makes sense too it does and you've just given me this little visual all of a sudden of the, the moments in my life where I feel the most connected and the most in tune and the most aligned are moments when I've just dived under the ocean wave and come up and breathed in oxygen and the sun's on my face or my eyes get to gaze upon a sunrise or a sunset. They're all these beautiful, delicious, mind-blowing experiences. And I feel like in those moments, my soul is saying, this is why I'm in a body because yeah. I get to see and do and experience that that yeah and 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 you know sometimes we do have to clear out any bit of funky junk that's there just so our our whole system can be speaking it can be in harmony and can be in flow Mm. yes yes so I just want to stay here in this little this little pocket for a second because this just feels really yummy and it's kind of this this intuitive space that you, you're, you're talking about. For me personally, and I think you have this experience, when my intuition drops in, it's a, once again via my body. So it's sensations in the body or it's an emotion or it's a direct thought. I don't necessarily see things. When we're in an intuitive space, how do we know to trust what's coming through for us in our body? Feeling feeling for those of us that are listening because some people don't trust their body yet how can we start to get to that point uh no you're gonna know it uh um yeah okay all right sorry i'll try and (laughs) um we know a knowing sensation and i think that all right a couple a couple of little things that might be helpful Look at all the times when you knew a knowing sensation and you didn't honor and listen to it and you did something the opposite and then the result came back and you're like, damn it, I knew I should have listened to that, okay? So those things, yeah, some of our mistakes are not really mistakes. They are beautiful and fantastic um, signposts and confirmation that if we're awake enough, we're going to learn from. So it's like, right, I know that feeling and sensation. Here, X amount of time down the track, there it is again. This time I'm going to listen to it rather than ignore it. So that's a nice way to support confirmation and and, and to begin to develop your own inner trust. Um, your also body gives you very, very clear sensations. We we don't go when something is feeling unpleasant and we're getting that, oh, I don't I don't feel good about that, I don't feel safe about that. You know, we don't we don't deny that or not listen to it. Mm. You know, we're like, oh gee, no, I don't know about that. I don't think that's very right for me, and we honor it. So then there is the polarity of that when we get the feeling and knowing 
when it does feel right. And I, th- I think possibly what's the most confusing thing is, A, while there is a lot more people now talking about it and, and functioning in this way, there hasn't been. So we've got a whole bunch of adults and young people. And, and you know, I guess in a way this is probably one of my driving passions is trying to support people and pr- in having these conversations so that they can learn. You're learning like you're learning I call them how to use and harness your higher functioning abilities mm. and and that we're taught how to walk or how to catch a ball, but then again, that's very tangible, but there is not necessarily, you know, how can we talk about something unseen or how can we teach something unseen? And, I, and it is through probably conversation and having somebody facilitate. So when I say somebody – that could be a book or that could be exactly this this podcast or it could be something else that is going to provide the language around an unseen experience to support confirmation. Mm, okay, so I really love that you said when we get a feeling that says, no, that's not right for me, most of us trust that almost instantly. And I see that within people that I know that don't classify themselves as spiritual or soulful. But they trust that negative feeling that says, no, cross the road, that's not cool, that person is dodgy. But yet we don't and we haven't been taught how to trust the feeling when it says a big hell yes. We question it, don't we? And then we go, was that my intuition or was that something else or was I making it up in my head? Mm-hmm. But I love because that you've it's, shown it's, those polar, that polarity. Well, it's linked with fear. Mm. So that's the other thing that I want to say. Any time that you're going to get a very clear and intuitive knowing, it doesn't always have to be clear. It can be very soft and subtle. So there's a difference between emotion and feeling. Feeling is underpinned in everything. Feeling is data. Feeling is information. So an emotion is a, is a response. Um, so we can go, oh, you know, um, I get the feeling, a very soft feeling or a soft knowing that this is really what I need to be doing or I, and, and there is that very quiet intuitive prompt but yet on top of that is all the the programming mm-hmm. all the I shouldn't do this and if I do that it's going to make me this person or they're not going to like that or you know I, I don't have the capability of blah 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 all of the blah blahs and <laughs> Yeah, it takes a lot of like um, either, excuse my swearing again, but lots of fucking up to go, uh oh, hang on, there's that tiny weeny feeling again. And all these other times I ignored it, but I'm going to stop ignoring it now. But it's asking me to do something really scary. Okay, cool. You don't have to do that scary thing right this instant. What you need to do is. Focus and tune your attention to that very soft, quiet, but resonant feeling and knowing and Mm. put all of your attention and focus there as often as you possibly can. So really, you really want me to do that? Uh, Yes. Okay. Uh, And that supports and that's really how you develop that um, self-confidence, self-trust and self-esteem. This is how we become... um, individuals as as such but in 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 the the highest form um not in an isolated form we we become who we are and that lights up everything else you know you see people when they're switched on and lit up and you're like man that person they're so on their game and they're so on their truth yeah they 
got there for lots of different reasons, but lots of it is because they just are like, I'm, I'm backing me and I'm backing me and I'm backing me and I'm prepared to go on the adventure that's going to, um, that's going to mean I can distinguish between what is real and what is not. Yes. And sometimes the emotion or the old programmings and the stories aren't real. You've just described what living soul is, isn't it? What you've just said. That's how we do it. That's yeah. how we live from our soul. Yeah. And it's kind of, um, there's two things I want to say about this. I want to share a personal example that's just happened to me recently. And then I want to dive into the selfishness, and I mean that in a positive way, of living and embodying your soul. Because we touched on this, you and I, before we actually hit record, and I want to come back to it. And I feel like you're mm-hmm. going into there again, and it's really yummy space. Mm-hmm. But before I go there, I want to share a little a mini story that relates to what you just said. And mm-hmm. it's about the signpost and the little, little intuitive hits that you get mm-hmm. and not having to act on them straight away, but actually tuning in and communicating with soul. So I had come to me an instruction via a series of mini little events Mm -hmm. to start a particular course. I'm not going to share it right now because I actually want to keep this quite private and see what unfolds for me. But I had this come through and I was like, what? I I don't want to do another course. I'm I'm kind of about to have a baby. What's Mm -hmm. this about? Mm -hmm. But I thought, all right, tune in. Sat down in the evening and did some journaling and asked some very, very direct questions. The morning after, exactly the morning after, I got a Mm -hmm. very, very very clear sign, like Mm -hmm. undeniable sign that this is exactly what I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And I would be an absolute idiot to ignore this particular sign. But I felt Mm -hmm. like I had received an intuitive hit from my soul. I communed with my soul. It said, fuck yes, Claire, do it. Yeah. And I had to say yes. And that to me is what you were just touching on. It's like I, I didn't let the emotion get in the way. I just felt the feeling. Yeah. We, we're, we're so fascinating and I use these, I, I guess I need little analogies. I need little, mm. um, to, to, to assist me. So I often will speak in analogies, but, um, like, we don't know what we're doing. We're like, <laughs> like, this is just, it's ridiculous that we think that we do. And I mean, why would you even want to? And yet if we're going to flow and be in, like you say, when, when, when we are, when we are when we are in expression of ourselves and when we're just trusting in who we are and we're just letting that that thing come through you know that we're out of control yes. in in the human sense and it's interesting like i think about you know did you have to work really hard at really sitting there in this pregnancy or your last thinking about gee, I've got to grow an arm today. I've got, to, I've got to grow an arm and I've got to grow a heart and I've got to make sure that heart keeps beating while I start growing that arm and growing those organs and getting nope. it all working together. And, you know, and then if, if we can even remember back, and it's crazy wild, some people can, but remember being in utero, you as the person, as the child, the, the physical form growing isn't going, I've got to really think about growing this today and this today. <laughs> it just happens. It's friggin' miracle. Mm. We are so trusting that this is just natural and it does and it is and it grows. And then we birth the child and suddenly we come out and we think, okay, well, 
you're going to not know what you're meant to do anymore. And I'm going to tell you what it is that you have to be and how you do and how you've got to live. And this is what's right. And this is what's wrong. And, and you know, you're completely and utterly devoid of your own intelligence now. (laughs) Nice analogy. (laughs) It's ridiculous. And, and, and yet if we just let ourselves say, sure, I'm, I'm not saying you just let children free for all and whatever, they need do guidance and all of that. But it's, it's that we have our own innate intelligence and system that is so distinct and unique to us. And when we can let go of, if I'm going to be me, there is going to be things that I'm not going to fit into. If I'm going to be me, there is naturally going to be this is going to create change in my life, but I'm going to trust in the divine order. Yes. I'm going to trust in God, and I'm going to honor what it's going to take for me to be me. And I know that when I do that, I'm going to live a nourishing, fulfilling, extraordinary, beautiful life. Yes. Amen, sister. Yes, that's exactly how it felt when this came to me. It was like, okay, I'm not going to question it. I'm not going to try to figure out or assume that I know better as in my ego and my mind knows better. I'm just going to follow this and I'm going to stay with it and I'm going to believe and fully trust that for some reason this has come to me and now, it's taking me to a higher, deeper, more beautiful place. And that's it. And, and you just get then steps along the way. So then every time you're going to tune into that that project or that that clear instruction, you're going to go, gee, I don't really know how to do that. But then you go, okay, if I just feel into it a bit more, okay, there it is. There's the first prompt. You're not thinking that. Like your mental body, your mind is not going, oh, like you will know when you're thinking it because it's going to feel hard. Or you're going to, you, you, it, when you're just going, okay, what's the next step? What's the next instruction? Now do this, now do that. There will be very clear and tangible, like very, um, you know, contact this person, write that thing up, but it will have its own order and process yes. as to how it needs to go. It's like, now you've got to action this really right now. Oh yes. It's telling me right now. Okay. I'll just go and action this right now. Um, and it's all, you just, I just say, I don't know. I'm, I just do what I'm told all the time. All right. I'm doing what I'm told. And when I don't do what I'm told, I basically pay. So if I'm choosing <laughs> to not do what I'm told, then I'm also consciously choosing yes. to unravel. <laughs> yeah. To experience, um, you know, to, to prolong something, to, to, to go the dive, you know yes, what I mean? I know what it's you mean. Like, to be yeah. out of alignment for a little bit until you figure out how to get back yeah, there. Yeah, totally. And, and you need to do that. And that's also, you got to be out of alignment to come back into alignment. Yes. And it's, again, part of the human process. Like there's that rebellious streak that it's just like, again, fuck you, I'm going to do it this way <laughs> because I want to, even though I know that I shouldn't and I'm meant to do it this way. But I am human, I, mean, I know better. Yes, yes. that's right. <laughs> it, there's such a messiness to living with soul, isn't there? And I think for some people listening, they say it excites them or their human ego self kind of goes, hell no, I'm going to cling on a little tighter and be more in control because this sounds just a little bit too spontaneous and messy and whatever. But I just want to add here that I actually feel more supported, I was more say, in the yeah. light, more in control, more yes. connected, more free, more all the freaking good stuff, yeah. the more I follow my soul. 100%. I was like, I know what you're saying, but it's kind of the opposite experience. Mm. 
And yes. that's cool. Be wherever you're at. Like yeah. literally be honor where you are at. So if you're not ready to go there, don't, man. Yeah. Like just go where you're at and what you're ready for. And that is exactly the right place. You're not behind. You're not ahead. You're on point with you. And just that's all you got to worry about. Just be on point with you. Own lane, focusing on point with you and yes. not worrying about where anyone else is at. Like you'll get there. This brings us to that kind of selfishness we touched on really briefly before we hit record and mm. then embodying and living from your soul to mm. me and to you, I know you mentioned this, is a selfish <laughs> pathway because it's what my soul's telling me to do. Like, for example, this this course I just told you about, we yep. don't have the money right now with a baby coming yep. along the way to do this course. Yep. It, it's actually a really selfish thing that I've just said yes to. My yep. husband didn't question it at all because he saw the signs too. But it yep. was like, honey, this just happened. My soul said do this. Are you okay with that? Because it's going to happen anyway. And he was yeah. like, okay, cool. It feels selfish, but not in a selfish. Uh, I want another word. What's another word other than selfish? It just felt like no. I it's have selfish. To... You have you have to honor something. Like, but it's it's in the beautiful, the, um, the high frequency yes. of being selfish. Yes, it's like the deepest form of self care, isn't it? It's serving. Mm. I'm turning up. That's really selfishness when it comes down to it in an aligned form is is serving. I'm incredibly selfish. I can't go and do any other work. And, and that means I have to create different structures or different boundaries or support myself in different ways that to some may seem selfish. And yet the, I know quantifiably the people that I serve and support through doing what I can only do now mm. uh, is I, I give so much more. Yes. It's just like motherhood, isn't it? In order to fully give and to serve to your children, you have to be incredibly selfish at certain points and practice deep, deep self-care. And if you delete that out of your experience, you've got nothing to give. Oh, you, you just, can't be, a, you cannot. Nope. There's no service. You, you cannot. And, and it's self being selfish, I think is also choosing to be unequivocal, unequivocally you. And that can be very difficult to do. Yes. And that is always a cyclic process um, because we're forever evolving. So it's always going to be, but, um, to choose you first and foremost at all times, um, is also choosing to, um, you, you, you're choosing not to, I suppose, hurt others in the sense, you know, there's always going to be more damage done when we're not honoring ourselves. Yes. And there's always going to be more damage done. And, and people, then we're going to be perceived as liars or inauthentic, or we're going to be shells of human beings we're going to be resentful we're going to be you know all of them the toxic um the toxic energies that come with when we deny ourselves leak out yes it doesn't matter how nice as pie you are to my face because i've asked you to do 150 billion things and you've just nodded your head and said yes to you when deep down 
you're hurting yourself by saying yes to all of these things and you're leaking out epic amounts of resentment and anger. (laughs) Yeah, and that does so much more harm. You're so right. Mm. Oh, my God, Lauren, I could literally get lost in this conversation for hours. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Me too. (laughs) And for the sake of everybody listening, I will have to... I will have to come back Uh, another time and go deeper with you. You've been so um, generous with sharing and teaching and guiding us through uh, this really massive topic of embodying your soul and developing intuition. It really is, yeah. It's so cool though. It's like, and it's like, you know, actually I'll tell you a funny little little story. My son, he is 12. We had this conversation maybe three or four weeks ago. And uh, he said something, I can't even remember what it was in relation to. And um, he said, uh, I said, oh, I said, he, he asked me something. I said, oh, I don't, I don't really know. And he said, what do you, what do you mean? Shouldn't, shouldn't you know that by now? And I went, well, no, why? And he said, well, because you're an adult and you've grown up. And I'm like, oh, no, dude, I haven't grown up. <laughs> I said, and he goes, what do you mean? And I was like, no, pretty much I'm growing up until I'm dead. And then when I die, I guess on the other side of it, I'm still doing some more growing up. So basically I don't really know any more than you and we're all just, we're just growing up together. Figuring it out, yes. And, and I think um, when you can remember that, it's like, oh, that's cool. Like embodiment pretty sure I'm going to know a hell of a lot more about that when I'm 80 and yet it's still not going to mean a smidge in the <laughs> spectrum of it. <laughs> but what you've just described to me is kind of like a summary of embodying your soul. There's this lightness and this gentleness and this playfulness about being in your human self and your limited self and it's kind yeah. of like, yeah, but that's, that's sort of the point. It's freaking fun. Yeah, I know everything yeah. and I know nothing at the same yeah. time. Yeah. I love it. All right, beautiful Lauren, I'm going to finish with our final three questions that I always love to ask. Okay. And you can just answer these off the top of your head for the first thing that comes to mind because I know that there's probably 50 things to say for each of them. Yeah, I know, right. Okay. So tell me, at the moment, how do you free your mind? At the moment, right now, it's actually going to the beach, being near water. I have to go to the beach every day. I'm not sorry. That's a lie. I'd like to do that every day. Mm-hmm. Every, every week I will drive to the coast now and I live an hour away from the coast and I need to be in that ocean and I will body surf and basically act like this giant kid. And it's assisting me in expanding my old frameworks and getting out of my mind. Yum. Mama ocean. She's a yeah. big healer. So how are you feeling your body? At the moment. Um, doing really fun, stupid things like <laughs> badly choreographed or bad dancing by Lauren uh, with girlfriends. And um, I saw that on your Insta story. It wasn't <laughs> bad. It was actually pretty unreal. <laughs> I'm a terrible dancer and I know that. And so instead of going, oh, no, I can't dance, I'm not going to do it, I'm like, bugger it. I'm just going to have fun. And it looked awesome. It's just nourishing my body. And, and, um, yeah. So doing anything that's sort of spontaneous and feels like joy is how I'm fueling my body. Beautiful. And so how are you feeding your soul at the moment? Probably the two answers above. (laughs) Ocean and dancing. (laughs) Pretty much. Maybe you need to combine them, do a dance off in the ocean. In the ocean. I love it. Oh my goodness. 
Thank you so much. I love that. And I think our conversation on soul is so rich and juicy and big. And like I, I selfishly shared at the very beginning of the call, this is about me and my journey as well. And I really am very grateful to you for sharing your insights and wisdom and understanding and doing your best to summarize what is whew, lifetimes, many lifetimes of information and knowing. So thank you for that so much, no, Lauren. Thank you. I'm, I'm, um, I got a big smile on my face and I'm just, it's so wonderful to be able to connect with you and to have these conversations and, and to explore like, um, yeah, this is like that, that party ballroom in a kid's playground. (laughs) (laughs) So it's the best. Thank you so much. Oh, don't be silly. Thank you. So for those of you listening, you can connect with Lauren at Inahue. I love the name of your business. It's like, yeah, that summarizes it. Um, Lauren has some beautiful products on her website as well, one of which I'm a mad fan of, which is her Connected and Free Oracle cards. Mm. And there's also the Lumina Tarot. Yeah. Uh, There's other ways that people can work with you as well. Obviously, you do coaching as well. Yeah. And you've got the Soul School Monthly. Monthly, yeah, it's free. Get on that. It's epic. I just wrote another like 12,000 words for this. <laughs> How's that for service? Oh. Now, is there some other way that we can serve you and support you and that we can connect with you? Is there any other other thing or stuff that you no, want to direct just, us to? No way. Just be yourselves. Go where the good vibes take you and, and – um, and, you know, if that happens to be somewhere within my little orbit, fantastic. But if not, just keep keep being who you are. Yay. And is there anything coming for you in 2018 that you feel to share with us? Any changes, news, offerings? Um, huh. I'm not very good at spooking my stuff. It's one of my <laughs> own little issues. Um, look, I'm always doing things. I'm always making and creating things. I can't stop. Um, I have a three-month course that's going to start up again. And, yeah, there's, I'm always up to some kind of mischief and magic. So, um, yeah, if, if, if you're feeling the vibes to so come check out what I do and hop, just follow me on Instagram. And I generally kind of talk things out there. So. Yes, yeah. so I'm going to spook you. So everybody listening, please do go, <laughs> go get some mystery and magic from the incredible Lauren Aletta at Inahue in and stay connected with her because, oh, you've got some juiciness in you and I, I think the world needs to soak some more of that up. Oh, thank thank you. you, beautiful, beautiful woman. Thank and you. I can't wait to one day in the future have another juicy conversation with you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, take care. Oh, wow. I remember when I was recording this with Lauren, I wasn't having the best day in terms of how I was feeling physically. And I was asking my guides, I was asking my intuition to really fire on all cylinders so that I could absorb her wisdom deep into my cells and be able to do it justice and to take it all in to my cells. And I've had to listen to this more than once. So I wouldn't be surprised if you feel the same as well. Now, in the show notes, I have done my best to summarize the depth of what we cover in this incredible chat. So please do head over to clarabay.com slash episode 24, episode 24, to get an insight and a summary as to what we were talking about, because 
as I'm sure you've just experienced. Wow. Just wow. We navigate through so much from an intuition perspective and from embodying the soul and what it means to be in the human experience to energy upgrades and vibration and communicating with ourselves and leading and living from the soul. Oh, it's just so incredible. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. So please do head over to the show notes so that you can take all of that in and also so that you can connect directly with Lauren because I highly recommend connecting with her and her work in some way if even just five minutes of this call resonated with you because her work really does light me up and it does actually make me feel such a depth of truth for this experience that we're all going through as souls in a human body. So I hope you love this call as much as I loved it and I can't wait to hear your response. So please do make sure that you tag me and Lauren on any social media shares that you do so that we can actually see how you're feeling about this incredible call. And as always, please do head over to iTunes to subscribe and to leave a review and let us know what you're thinking about the Wellness Project podcast. Sending you so much love and light. Have a beautiful day wherever you are. Bye.